This is Friday, November the 8th, 2019, and welcome to episode number 751 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. <clears throat> Of course, we will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGiromo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, and also, of course, a big part of, of course, WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. The human suplex machine, John Gross, of course, is taking, taking, taking Friday off tonight. So I'll be taking care of your rest of history and birthdays here for this evening. Uh, well, one tiny note here. Uh, 14 years ago today, a very um, interesting, but in a way, if you think about it, somber moment took place. And we'll talk more about that in history here in just a few minutes. And I do see now, right, right when here to begin another show here, I do see we have someone popping in here on the line. And... If I'm looking at this correctly, yes, it is. I do see that we do have <clears throat> the 2017 WWS Hall of Famer, also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles. He's also, of course, a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. And, of course, if you think of his other nickname, folks, you got to think about that 60 sitcom Happy Days, where, of course, uh, one of the central characters there went a little something and if I'm not too much mistaken, I think he went a little something just like this. He went A. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie's now made it on here with us as well to episode 751 of Revolution. And we'll say welcome to J.D. and Fonzie on what should be a very explosive and very entertainment, entertaining and dynamic episode 751 of Revolution. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, here we, here we go, guys. JD, you know what I'm talking about. Ghostbusters 2. Oh, go yeah. Ray. Egon. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that the other day. Funny clip. Funny and there you clip. go. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed tonight comes to us from our Today we salute you, Mr. Golf Ball Washer Inventor. <laughs> the time-honored game of golf is the sport of kings, and kings don't play with dirty balls. Don't play dirty. 
Okay, let's quit talking about our balls. Shiny balls every time we whack them. Drive after drive, putt after putt, hole after hole, our dimpled balls stay clubhouse clean. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, Mr. Launderer on the links. You are in our thoughts every time we jiggle our balls. Bud Light beer. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Our group dedicated to, of course, Team Extreme, Team Extreme, Matt and Jeff. Of course, we're talking about the Hardy Boys. As, of course, Hardy Boys fans. If you care to join us for our, our live video, 59 for Revolution, episode 751. Oh. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Hardy Boys, B-O-Y-Z, forever. And if you care to join us through TalkShoe.com, the phone number is always is one six zero five five six two zero four 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 caller ID and of course and of course we'll tell you like I said like it is here tonight and of course as we do have it right here let's go through the itinerary here in our news and views of history and birthdays we also of course will finish off of course giving our predictions for eight for tomorrow night's AEW full gear show of course uh, eight matches here lined up here, all lined up, ready to fly, ready to go here, folks. Uh, so we are getting ready to, like I said, have a good time here uh, as we, of course, go through that here this evening. Also, plus some wrestling extras coming your way. We hope to get some more folks here coming on here on the line here soon. And in the meantime, let's go ahead and get to our wrestling news and news here segment. And, of course, we're bring it here to us from King Ice is the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. J.D., what's going on here in the wrestling news scene this evening? Uh, hold on a second. I'm just doing something here real quick here. I'm just looking at this one picture. Oh, this is a good one here. How, uh, okay, quit jigging your balls, all right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Why do you go on the golf course of Washington? And he's on one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, as we said earlier tonight, however, we saw new tag team champions, however, if you will, as the New Day once again got the belts back, however, if you will, however, after defeating, however, of all things, however, the Revival. In addition to that, believe it or not, we also saw, however, the announcement that Tyson Fury, however, will be, of course, showing up however, tonight, however, if you will, however, in Manchester, England. Meanwhile, Imperium of Walter, Fabian Atchner, Marcel Barthel, and Alexander Wolfhauer did show up, however, during the show, and they also might have a surprise for everyone, possibly this coming Monday on Raw. Meanwhile, speaking of Raw, reports said tonight, however, that Dio Madden, however, did not return after what happened, however, last week with the Beast Incarnate, so Vic Joseph and apparently Jerry the King Lawler will be calling Raw by themselves this week, however. Meanwhile, however, in addition to that, how as we said, however, we had a very we have a very interesting main event tonight with Roman Reigns and Baron Cockstain Clown Shoes Corbin, if you will, believe it or not, uh, being your main event tonight. Meanwhile, earlier in the night, however, Bailey was of course laid out by Shayna Baszler, however, if you will, however, as apparently Sasha Banks, however, did defeat Nikki Cross, however, if you will. Speaking of Nikki Cross, however. 
Nikki Cross's teammate, Alexa Bliss, is still out of action, and there is still no word when she will return. She has been out of action since Hell in a Cell, however, and early reports say, however, that at this point it is up in the air on when she will return, however, to the roster. Meanwhile, however, coming up tonight on 205 Live, we told you about the matches we'll see tonight, however, so we don't need to repeat that, however, as far as that goes. And finally, however, believe it or not, last night on Thursday Night Football, it was a very interesting night of action to start off week number 9 of the season, if you will. Or, excuse me, week number 10, if you will. In the earlier game, the Oakland Raiders and Derek Carr, however, hung tough, however. Josh Jacobs got the game-winning touchdown, however. And despite the fact that they missed the extra point, they hung on to beat the L.A. Chargers 26-24. Phillip Rivers had three interceptions on the night in between 170 and 270 yards passing, while Derek Carr passed between 200 to 218 yards in the air. Sorry, that's Brent Musburger on the Raiders Radio Network calling the action there, folks. But like I said, Melvin Gordon had a big night for the Chargers, rushing 22 times for a buck eight. Josh Jacobs, however, had 16 hits for 71 yards in the game-winning score. The Raiders, of course, were only up three at the half, 17-14, despite leading 10-0 after the first. As a result, the Raiders improved to 5-4 in the season and 4-1 in the Coliseum in their final year at home and has done pretty well so far, still playing for the playoffs and also the AFC West title. With the Chargers dropping this game, they dropped to two games below 500 and one game below 500 for the season away from home. Anyway, the rest of the action will commence on Sunday, as we know, and of course the big college games coming up tomorrow, however, will be indeed an interesting game. Meanwhile, Pat Mahomes says, however, he will be coming back Sunday, however, for the Kansas City Chiefs against Tennessee. And for the Pittsburgh Steelers, our hometown team, Fonzie and my hometown team, James Carter will not play, however, mind you, for the second week in a row against the L.A. Rams, as Aaron Donald, the former Penn Hills High School standout and former Pittsburgh Panther college football player, returns home to Pittsburgh, if you will. Meanwhile, Juju Smith-Schuster is questionable and could be out of the game this Sunday. The Steelers, of course, have a short week following this week's game, however, and have a rare Thursday night game next Thursday against Cleveland Hour in Cleveland. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for taking me. Uh, for those who are part of, of course, of the WWS Raw Rant Panel chat box, uh, a messenger moment of the day has been posted just now appeared courtesy of, of courtesy of course of YouTube. It is from June of 1998, the debut of Edge. So check that out. Uh, his first match there, of course, folks. So definitely check that out here, indeed. On <clears throat> check that out here, indeed. We thank you very much here, JD. Of course, JD, along with King and W.O. Jamar T. Smith, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, <clears throat> super glue and duct tape—you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Before we get to, of course, the history and birthdays here tonight, I do see we have somebody else now popping in on the line here. And if I'm not mistaken here, seeing this here, yes, it is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our good friend, of course, out from the West Coast there. Uh, he is, of course, one-third of the AAA U.S. World Trios champions, along with, of course, Michelle and Ann. Uh, <clears throat> also, of course, he is one half of the OWN U.S. Uh, World Tag Team Champions with J.D., also, of course, the uh, WWS Ironman Heavy Metal Weight Championship. Also, as well as, uh, uh, of course, other championships, of course, he currently does hold as well. So, <clears throat> so ladies and gentlemen, I do bring to you, of course, uh, also just recently started a brand new podcast about Smoke Steak, and we'll get more in, in yes. on that here in just a few minutes. Uh, 
So, ladies and gentlemen, here he is. Of course, now come now get ready to pop pop in on the line here, uh, <clears throat> and he is the one. Yes, he is the only. Oh, yes, indeed, Danny from Oak Park. Hey guys, how you doing tonight? Fantastic, Danny. How you doing? I'm doing pretty uh, good. It, yeah. Well, yes, indeed, uh, Danny. We welcome you. Of course, 751. Of course, of Revolution. Uh, of course, is myself, JD, and Fonzie here, uh, as well as, of course, our our live video feed tonight from Hardy Boys fans. So uh, definitely check that out there. Uh, we're just now in the midst of getting prepared for our wrestling history and birthday. So, Danny, if you have a moment, let's get that taken care of, and then we will. I believe mm -hmm. we will, we may be able to go ahead and cut you loose. So, just sit tight and relax, and my friend. While we, of course, take care of tonight's wrestling history and birthdays here, uh, of course, for today, November the 8th. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and get that. Do you think? Do you think? Here under. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, let's, let's, let's see here. Uh, we do have, of course, let's see. We, we do start off, let's see, 44 years ago today, which was put at 1975. In St. Paul, Minnesota, Nick Bockwinkle defeated Vern Gagne to win the AWA World Heavyweight title. The win ends a 2,625-day championship reign for the AWA founder, or, or a little over seven years. To put that in a proper perspective, that is 17 days longer than every AWA World title reign from Gene Kandinsky's first reign, July 11, 1961, to the beginning of Gagne's historic reign combined. Bachwinkle would go on to have a long championship run himself, holding the title for over four and a half years, 1,714 days, the second longest world title in AWA history, before Gagne defeating him to win his 10th and last AWA world title in 1980. <clears throat> uh, let me see here. Uh, yes, 39 years ago, which would, which would put it at 1980. Tony Guerrera, Guerrera. Is that how you pronounce it? Korea. Okay. Korea. And Rick Martel. Thank you. You're going to talk. Thank you very much. And Rick Martel defeated the Wild Samoans and Sika to win the WWF Tag Team titles. Uh, I'm on a roll tonight here, folks. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 25 years ago today, which we put it at 1994, WWF taped Sunday Night Slam Survivor Series Showdown 94 from Fernwood Resort in Bushkill, Pennsylvania. Of course, we did get a little biography lesson from JD about where that was last night. Aaron, and of course, November 20th on the USA Network, the show served as a preview of the upcoming Survivor Series, which will take place three days after Aaron. Of note, two of the three matches on the show were on this taping. The other one, which was Yokozuna defeating uh, John Crystal, was taped a day earlier. Here are the matches that took place here at this event. <clears throat> The Smoking Guns, Billy and Bart, defeated the Heavenly Bodies, Jimmy Del Rey and Todd Pritchard. The British Bulldog defeated Owen Hart by DQ. And let's see here. Uh, that's the two matches we have listed there. Uh, let me see here. 20 years ago today, 1999, on Monday Nitro from Indianapolis, Indiana, Scott Hall defeated Bret Hart, Sid Vicious, and Goldberg in a ladder match to win the WCW United States title. Uh, also, 20 years ago today, 1999, on Raw's War from State College, Pennsylvania. I think, J.D., isn't that where Penn State is? Yes, State College. Penn State is. I've been there. Yes, it is. I've been there. The New Age Outlaws, Jesse James and Billy Gunn, defeated Mankind and Al Snow 
to win the WWF Tag Team titles for the fifth time. Though a few men have held the tag title, tag title five times at this point, of course, Billy Gunn, IRS, Mankind, Mr. Fuji, and Steve Guerrero, the Outlaws were the first to win the titles five times as a team. It would be a WWF record for when Edge and Christian won the titles for a sixth time. The tag titles have been on quite the adventure. It's the 15th and last tag title change in 1999. You'd think it'd be the most ever, but you would be wrong. Believe it or not, 2001 saw the tag titles change hands 16 times. So very interesting there indeed. And here is the moment, ladies and gentlemen, we, we, we were just talking about here. Of course, I did mention this to JD, of course, prior to the show here. Uh, and of course, we were all in awe here of, of knowing about what, what, what was about to happen here. Uh, 14 years ago today, as we said, in the year 2005, as SmackDown Eddie Guerrero defeated Ken Kennedy. Kennedy via DQ to earn a slot on the SmackDown versus Raw mm. match at Survivor Series. Uh, Danny, I think you know what I'm talking about, too. Sadly, this would be Guerrero's yeah. final match, as sadly, Guerrero would be found dead in a hotel room in Minneapolis five days later of heart failure. Randy Orton would replace Guerrero on the team and would get the winning fall 14 SmackDown at Survivor Series. So uh, I think, didn't they, did, did they pay, did they, Dedicate Survivor Series to him that year. Yes, I think. Yes, they did. Yes, I remember. Did. I think they did. Yes. In an interesting bit of trivia, four years later, Kennedy would be the last opponent for Umaga. Believe it or not, before I think before Umaga wow. passed away. So interesting. Yeah. No, I tell you what. Uh, I don't know. Either if you call that a blessing or a curse. I mean having the final match of two superstars who would, who would pass away not too long afterwards. And that, and that, and that, and that's shocking. First, Eddie Guerrero, now Umaga. My goodness. That's a son. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, 12 years ago today, we put it at 2007, WWE released the suspended Chris Masters and developmental talent Ryan Wilson. Masters, whose real name is Chris Mordetsky, I hope I pronounced that right, was released yeah. just a week after he went Thank you. was released just a week after he went off suspension for a second violation of the WWE's substance abuse and drug policy. Wilson was the masked Jacob Duncan and was once the OVW heavyweight champion. But of course, he was most famous for his brief TNA run as Tritan. I did not, have not, heard, did not hear of that, Russell. Tritan. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it was in TNA. I don't work. It didn't last that long, apparently, I guess. Okay. Uh, 12 years ago today, once again, 2007, CNN aired Death Grip Inside Professional Wrestling. The one-hour documentary focused primarily on the murder-suicide of Chris Benoit and his family, but also focuses on drugs and the toll they have taken on the industry since the 1980s, where dozens of wrestlers have died before their 50th birthday. There's also a transcript of the show, which is on the link on this page where we're reading the history tonight. If you want to, uh, if you want to go on there and check that out, <clears throat> there was a lot of them that died before the age of 50, which is sad. Uh, 11 years ago today, we put it at 2008. Yes, tickets went on sale for WrestleMania 25. 4.8 million in tickets were sold on in the first day, on its way to 6.9 million at the gate. 
at the time a WWE record. The record would stand until WrestleMania until until WrestleMania 28. That record has since been been broken by WrestleMania 29. Then it was broken by WrestleMania 30. Then it was broken by WrestleMania 31. And then it was broken by WrestleMania 32. Do I wouldn't need to go any further? That that's it right there. Okay. <laughs> Ten years ago today, 2009, in Tokyo, Japan, Tiger Mask 4 defeated Mystico to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title. Uh, let's see here. Five years ago today, 2014, Japan Pro Wrestling presented Power Struggle from Body Maker Coliseum in Osaka, Japan. In a pre-show dark match, Bushi and Mascara Dorada defeated Grego and Tiger Mask. The Young Bucks, we all know who they are, defeated Forever Hooligans, Alex Kozloff and Rocky Romero, and Suzuki Gun, El Desperado and Takamishinoku in a three-team match. Kazushi Sakuraba and Toru Yanu defeated another version of Suzuki Gun, Minoru Suzuki and Takishi Izuka. This is not easy. <laughs> Jushin Thunder Liger defeated Chase Owens to win the NWA World Junior Heavyweight title. It's the first time Liger to held the title since 1997. Bullet Club, Bad Luck, uh, pronounce this again. Is it Folly? Well, how do you pronounce that? F-A-L-E. Bad, bad Luck. Bad yeah, luck? Bad Luck Folly. Folly, Folly. Yeah, F-A-L-E. You got it. You got it. Dot Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Yujiro Takahashi with Shiori and Tamatanga defeated Captain New Japan, Tetsuya Naido, Toki Makabe, and Tomoaki. Red Dragon. Okay. Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, and Kyle Riley defeated Twin Splitters, Alex Shelley and Kushida to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. Rizuki. Taguchi defeated Tai Chi to retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. AJ Styles defeated Yoshi, Yoshitatsu. This was Yoshitatsu's, not the Yoshitatsu in WWE. This was somebody else, I believe. New Japan in-ring debut. Of note, Tatsu, real name Maofumi Yamamoto, suffered a neck injury when he tucked in his neck on the Styles Clash. Yamamoto would wrestle for a couple of weeks before sideline with the neck injury. He would have two broken bones in his neck. After more than a year away, Yoshitatsu returned in April at an invasion attack. Also, Tomohiro Ishii defeated Hiroki Goto to retain the Never Openweight title. Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi defeated Chaos, Kazuchika Okada, and Yoshihashi. And I'm getting hungry. Y'all want some Chinese food? I'm sorry. I can't help myself. Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Katsuyori Shibata. Retain the IWGP Intercontinental Title. I know that that's that's terrible. That's that's horrible. I know I, I could I could say something a lot worse. Uh, today is a very happy 32nd birthday to the Rainmaker Kazuchika Okada, born in Anjo Japan. An, I guess it's pronounced Anjo Japan. Okada was trained by Ultimo Dragon as Toriyama Professional Wrestling School. He made his professional debut at age 16 in August 2004 against Negro Navarro. He would wrestle primarily for Toruman in Mexico, Ultimo Dragon wow. promotion. He participated in the Young Dragons Cup in 2004 and 2005, winning the event in 2005. In 2006 and 2007, Okada wrestled primarily on the United States and Canadian independent circuits, 
most notably for UWA Hardcore Wrestling and Chikara. In 2007, Okada returned to Japan and trained at the New Japan Dojo. He made his debut for the company in a losing effort that August to Tetsuya Naido. Not long after his debut, Okada would be injured and sat out, and sat out eight months. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, as while debuting as a junior heavyweight, if I can get this thing to move, I can. Okay, here we go. He moved to the heavyweight division upon his return in 2008. By 2009, he would become a breakout star for the company during the NJPW versus Pro Wrestling Noah. Wrestling big matches in Pants top stars include Nakamura, Hiroki Goto, Tajiri, and Goshiyazaki. Often his efforts came up short, but he developed a major crowd following. Just as he was picking up steam, Okada was sent away to TNA Wrestling for a developmental tour and his final bout before leaving for TNA. Okada was defeated by Hiroshi Tanahashi. Okada made his TNA debut in February 2010, losing to Alex Shelley in a dark match. He would wrestle in dark matches over the next two months, finally making his television debut in April 2010 in a losing effort in a tag team match where he and Homicide were defeated by Generation Me. Of course, we would know them now as the Young Bucks on uh, Explosion. His impact debut came in July running against former uh, against former ECW wrestlers. Okada finally got in the win, got in the win column on August 9th in a dark match against Cash. Okada teamed with Akira Kawakami, a.k.a. Kiyoshi, Kiyoshi, for most of the remainder of the year, primarily in House Show, Dark, and Explosion God, matches. Balls. Okada would not appear on Impact again until January 2011 when he was revealed as a cameraman exposing D'Angelo De Niro's lies, inspired by Kato in the Green Hornet TV series and movie, which was released around the time of the new gimmick. Okada was named Okado. Okado and De Niro fought once on the March 24th Impact with Okado winning via DQ. He was subsequently performed under his real surname following the feud, but went largely unused oh. before he was released in 2011. While he was largely while he largely sat on the sidelines in TNA, Okada returned to New Japan in December 2011, suplexing the 290-pound mm-hmm. Yoshihiro Taki. Okada at the time weighed about 220 pounds. He made a one-time only appearance yeah. at Wrestle Kingdom 5 for a New Japan Pro Wrestling Noah tag battle where Okada and Hiroki Goto were defeated by Takiyama and Takashi Shigura. Okada was also part of New Japan Pro Wrestling's Invasion Tour of the United States in 2011. He returned full-time to New Japan for Wrestle Kingdom 6 in Tokyo Dome on January 4, 2012. Now weighing 236 pounds, he fully qualified as a heavyweight. He defeated Yoshihashi, himself returned from an excursion in Mexico in his return bout. Post-match, he challenged Hiroshi Tanahashi for the IWGP heavyweight title. The next day, he the match was made official in a press conference. At that event, Okada revealed that he joined Top Heel Stable Chaos, enlisted Ghetto as his manager and spokesperson, and called himself Rainmaker. He went on a winning streak in the month, in the month leading to the bout, including defeating Tanahashi in a tag match two weeks before the world title match. On February 12th at the new beginning, Okada defeated Tanahashi to win the IWGP heavyweight title. He would hold the title for the next four months before losing it at Dominion 616 back to Tanahashi. In August, Okada entered the G1 Climax Tournament 
for the first time. He would go 5-3. to three. One of the three losses would be the fellow Chaos member Shinsuke Nakamura, winning his block out in the final match. In the final, he defeated Carl Anderson to win the tournament. Max winner. Post-match, he announced he wanted a shot at the IWGP heavyweight title again at Wrestle Kingdom 7 in Tokyo Dome on January 4th. As that match was more than four months off, Okada would have to defend the right to the title shot. He did so, turning back challenges from Carl Anderson and Hiroki Goto. The match was made official following power struggle in November. Tanahashi Okada 3 was on for Wrestle Kingdom 7. Okada was voted Tokyo Sports Magazine as the MVP of Pure Sound in 2012 in December and also won match of the year for the publication in his bout against Tanahashi at Dominion 616. However, at Wrestle Kingdom 7, Okada two weeks later, rumors swirled that Okada was being courted by WWE. The New Japan officials quickly shot them down and announced he signed a contract extension to stay with New Japan. In March, thanks to a, in part to a new submission maneuver he calls Red Ink, Okada would win the New Japan Cup, defeating, <clears throat> defeating former tag partner Sorry about that, folks. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, shoot. Where, um, uh, Hiroki Goto in the final. The win gave him another shot at the IWGP heavyweight title. At Invasion Attack on April 7th, Okada defeated Tanahashi to win the title for the second time. He would turn back challenges from Suzuki Gun leader Minoru Suzuki, Togo Makabe, Togo Makabe, and IWGP junior heavyweight champion Prince Devitt, of course, we know now Ben Balor, in consecutive months. In August, his quest to win a second G1 climax was virtually snuffed out after a 1-3 start, or so it seemed. He would win three of his next four matches, going to a 30-minute time limit draw with rival Hiroshi Tanahashi, but needing to win against Satoshi Kojima to advance, <clears throat> he, he lost. Uh, however, he would get revenge, defeating him in September in an IWGP Heavyweight Championship match. At King of Pro Wrestling in October, Okada defeated Tanahashi as Tanahashi's final shot at the belt with the win, New Japan, New Japan claimed that Okada was the Shinjadi no, no Asi, the ace of the no ace, the ace of the new era, as it, as was what it means. Fan reaction to an Okada versus 2013 G1 Climax winner Tetsuya Naido was disappointing. The New Japan let the fans decide if the world title match or if the world title match or the inter, or intercontinental Continental title bout between Hiroshi Tanahashi and Shinsuke Nakamura should main event Wrestle Kingdom 8. Intercontinental title bout won by a 2 to 1 margin and was given the main event slot, but it wasn't a total loss. The same day the results were announced, Tokyo Sports named Okada the Pirasau MVP for the second straight year, making him the first wrestler to win back to back MVPs in a quarter century. Okada would go on to retain the title at Wrestle Kingdom. Let's see here. Uh, Let's see. Hold on, folks. We're trying to get it pulled up here. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Hold, let's see. Uh, hold on. I, I skipped over a little bit here. Sorry about that. Yeah. On May 3rd at Wrestling Dontaku, Okada was defeated by former TNA World Champion AJ Styles, ending his run in 391 days, the fifth longest IWGP Heavyweight Championship run in history. Okada unsuccessfully tried to regain the title at the Ring of Honor New Japan co-promoted War of the Worlds in May in a three-way match that included Michael Elgin. In August, Okada defeated Chaos Stablemate Shinsuke Nakamura to win the G1 Climax Tournament yeah. for a second. 
enabling him to for the for the IWGP title at Wrestle Kingdom 9. Okada was failed his bid to capture the title of the event, losing to Hiroshi Tanahashi. The loss sent the former champion to a physical and mental tailspin. Two months later, he would be defeated by Bad Luck Folly in the first round of the New Japan Cup. Okada got over the bad luck hump when he defeated him in an invasion attack in April. Post-match, he declared his intention to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship again, which he did three months later Dominion 7-5 and Osaka Joe Hall from AJ Styles. Shortly after winning the championship, he took part in the 25th G1 Climax Tournament. Despite going 7-2 in the tournament, he lost a spot in the final on a head-to-head tiebreaker to Shinsuke Nakamura, who would be defeated by Hiroshi Tanahashi in the final. On the day of the G1 Climax final, he had a stare down with Parasol legend Tenru. In November, Hokkaido defeated Tenru in his retirement match. The bout was voted match of the year by Tokyo Sports. In December 2015, Okada signed a one-year extension with New Japan Pro Wrestling. However, the departures of top stars AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura prompted the promotion to discontinue the one-year contract system and make Okada their top priority, offering a five-year, 300 million yen deal, which would be about $2 million U.S. At Wrestle Kingdom 10 on January 4th, Okada defeated Tanahashi to retain the IWGP heavyweight title. He held until April's invasion attack, he was defeated by New Japan 2016 Captain Nick Naido, with half of Naido's stablemates, Los Ingovernables de Japan. Okada wouldn't be without the title long. He won it back two months later at Dominion 6 19 August. Okada went five. I find after going to a 30-minute draw with Tanahashi on the final day of the round robin stage, the draw also mathematically eliminated Tanahashi from the final. One of, Okada, one of Okada's three defeats came at the hands of pro wrestler Noah's Naomichi Marafuji. On the string of that upset, Marafuji earned a title opportunity at Okada at King of Pro Wrestling, but Okada retained. At Wrestle Kingdom 11 on January the 4th, Okada, Okada was scheduled to defend his IWGP uh, heavyweight title against G1 Climax winner Kenny Omega. Of course, it would be, uh, it, it was, of course, Okada's fourth Wrestle Kingdom main event in five years. Okada, who is featured on the, in the Japanese movie video for Pharrell Williams' song Happy, is the founder of Rainmaker, uh, uh, Rainmaker Chicken or Rainmaker Fund, the charity out, of, charity out to fight children's cancer. The fund was established in August 2014, and both his uncle and cousin were diagnosed with the disease. Okada is one of six wrestlers who made a cameo appearance in the upcoming Japanese video in the um, in the in the new video, in the Japanese video game that came out at that time. I'm just going to read the translations. Like six poetry of life, also known as Yakuza Six. <coughs> In addition to the three Tokyo Sports MVPs, Okada has collected multiple accolades from Wrestling Observer Newsletter, including four five-star matches, three of them against Tanahashi. Their invasion came back in 2013, one match of the year for the publication. Feud of the year with Tanahashi. Hey, can you, can you for a second, please? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. Can you mute me for a second? Uh, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes, stand by for just a second. Um, and we'll, uh, 
uh, and we'll see if we can. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if we. Uh, I am having a little difficult time getting to it, so. Okay, um, I'm going to put down my headphones for a minute, but uh, keep going. I'm sorry to cut you off. That's okay. That's understandable. No problem. Okay, no problem. go on. I'll, I'll be back in a second. Thank you. Okay, no problem. Also, he was most improved wrestler of 2012, and two-time winner for Best Wrestling Maneuver, The Rainmaker, which is a wrist lock short-arm club. In 2016, Okada was ranked number two. The number two single Pro Wrestling Illustrated oh, in their annual PW uh, in their annual yes I did uh, PW 500 <clears throat> and let's see here uh, uh, forgive me ladies and gentlemen uh, we I'm having a have to give me just a second here apparently uh, uh, my computer is kind of acting just a just a little bit slow here. Uh, it, how, you know how? Computer is acting slow. Slow and it's hurt. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And now, now I think we got it. Here. Let me see. Um, sorry, sorry for the delay there, folks. Uh, you know how these things happen. Even of course, the best equipment in the world sometimes just wants to have this. Just wants to have a mind of its own. All right, let me see if I can. Uh, uh, it might have a little bit more here. So give, so give me, so give me just, so give me just one second here. Uh, I'm back. Trying. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm still trying. Sorry about that, but my. Uh, uh, uh okay apparently um give me just give me okay wait a minute okay now are you gonna work or not come on here we go okay and that's all we had for that's all we have for that today so happy birthday to kazuchika okada today uh we wanted to okay there, there you have it right there <clears throat> and of course jd thank you very much there sir for the wrestling news and views here for tonight Let's give you the number one more time here, folks. 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND. This is, of course, 10.15 p.m. Eastern Time, of course, on Friday, November 8th, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw here with Revolution Episode 751, alongside the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, as well as the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. As well as, of course, uh, Danny Kamote Park here joined us here tonight as well. <clears throat> uh, and let's let's see here while we get uh, while we get things here underway here. Uh, 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 every time you have you appear pop up saying that something is not responding, it, it, sometimes that that stuff tends to happen here. Uh, that paper just okay. 
Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can Thank you very much, Chad, Fonzie, JD, uh, WCW US Revolution Nation. Thank you guys very much. Um, yeah, it's been a pretty interesting week um, coming off of uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, everybody getting back back to the States. Um, but, um, you know, Rob didn't deliver. I'm getting sick of this Rusev thing. Um, but um, NXT um, kind of invading again, uh, Undisputed Era um, invaded um, NXT or uh, Raw uh, this week. Um, but uh, Beth going through the motions, man. I mean, he couldn't even pull off a good match uh, against Adam Cole, baby. Um, the, the match that he, uh, he had against Daniel Bryan, uh, Adam Cole had against Daniel Bryan was way better. Um, so, um, yeah, um, so I guess uh, I, I'm trying to put this whole Survivor Series thing together. Um, so it's the three brands against each other, right? I mean, that, that's what yeah. I'm trying to figure out here. Um, 
So um, I want to see how that develops. But, um, man, AEW was on pretty much on freaking fire. But I'm not really connecting with their women's division right now. It, it It's not all coming together for me right now, you know. Um, hopefully they can get things uh, sorted out and... You know, we we see a lot more uh, women's wrestlers that, you know, we might know. um, They need to really put together packages for these wrestlers so we know who they are. You know, I mean, that's one thing that's really lacking right now, in my opinion. Um, But, man, all hell broke loose um, in our circle beating the shit out of the elite. Here comes Moxley, barbed wire baseball bat, gunning for Omega, LAX takes them out, but then they take out LAX and and then people flying off the top of the uh, entrances and shit, man. This is going to be one hell of a pay-per-view. I mean, this Saturday night is going to be so much fun. I can't wait. It, it it it's just gonna just all come together and um and for those who uh are not chatting with us on Messenger and everything, I'm gonna go ahead and give out my uh picks for this week or for this uh AEW full gear. Damn, it's gonna be some fire. So uh let's take it away here, uh buy in. I'm taking Doctor Britt Baker. Um, let's, let's kind of run a little bit of a list here. Um, and a match that supposedly doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick John Moxley to win. Dean Moxley, John Ambrose. Yeah. It's great name. Um, like I said, I'm not buying the women's division that much. Um, I don't know, man. Um, that 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 women's tag team match just did that. That was like the one low point of the whole show last week. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and take Rio to win because I'm not feeling Freddie Mercury right now. Um, you know she she goes for the uh, we will rock you too much and. You know, it, she goes for it too much, and I'm, I, it, it just loses all luster for me. Um, taking LAX to beat the Young Bucks. Yes, I still call them LAX because, damn it, I'm old. I'm too old to be learning new names for people I already know. So there it is there. Um, and, hey, man, I'm just I'm not feeling him right now. And I can't really figure out what it is. I, what does he need to do? I mean, I, I, you know, like we we over the years we've seen many different cowboys and stuff, but this this is this is AEW. This is supposed to be something different, and I, I'm just not feeling it right now. Yeah, so I'm taking Pac to win. 
in a, this is going to be the tag team match of the year right here. Triple threat, private party, um, God damn it, uh, SCU and, God damn it, I've had a rough week, private guys, uh, help me out here, please. Private party, Bill Callen SCU, private party, and, uh, and Lucha the Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it took me a minute to boot up there. But uh, that match is going to be a classic. It, it, this is a match that, you know what? We don't need no ladders. We don't need it to be a tables match. We don't. No, these are three of the best tag teams really in all of wrestling right now. I mean, and you know what? This is going to be private parties coming out party. And they're going to they, they're, they're not going to get the win, but they are going to freaking shine. They're, they're going to stamp their immortality in this match. Win or, you know, win or lose. Yeah. But I'm, I'm picking SCU because they just got the titles. You know, let them put a little bit of luster on it. Um, Yeah, I'm taking uh, Sean Spears. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, can we say knocked it out with Holy the promo Christ. of the year? Yes. Yes, and that segues. It, it, when he was putting down that promo, I was feeling every single bit of it. And then you got Chris Jericho with a mock video of what Cody did. And I mean, we we had Soul Train Jones, aka Virgil, Vincent, Olive Garden, Unlimited Fred Sticks. Dude, he made his money. And Jericho's aunt's friend from church, Miss Mrs. Bobsky, who is a, that that's a reference to Clint Bobsky in Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Look it up on the network. Um, talking about Jericho is going to beat the shit out of Cody. <laughs> this old ass lady. Uh, Jake Hagar just standing there, not saying shit, not even changing his the look on his face. Just, just great, man. It, it, that that was just just really just funny, awesome Chris Jericho in a tub with his scarf, the hat, the bubbly. But really, though, this is going to be... This right here will be your match of the year. This this is your most important match of the year going on right now. This will set the standard of what championship matches should be in the 21st century. It, it, it's going to be insane. Um, but um, with as good as Chris Jericho is, the, the only man to hold the WWE, WCW, and now the AEW title, the, the youngest champion in AEW history, according to Sammy Guevara, the Spanish god. But with that promo, 
and the legacy and everything that that this has all led up to the the stardust the ask me I want my release events boring Japan and the Indies Ring of Honor Impact this is the most important championship that Cody Rhodes can get right now. This is it. So with that be and then the added self-put stipulation that if he doesn't defeat and win against Chris Jericho, that he will not buy for the AEW World Championship. I'm going with Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. He, he's got the most pressure. He's got everything to gain. Jericho's got everything to lose. And I want to see how he reacts when he loses the title. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is going to be just a jam-packed night tomorrow night. Nothing else matters. Um, this is, everything's been leading up to this double or nothing Fight for the Fallen, Fighter Fest, the whole month. This has all been leading up to what is going to be a very, very awesome night of pro wrestling. I cannot wait. Man, it, it, I'm going to be exhausted all weekend. <laughs> um, on a side note, um, it was nice to see Reno Scum back on Impact Television with Ace Austin. He's selling those wolf tickets to them, though. I got to tell my boys, man, hey, you got to watch out for that Ace Austin, man. He he might be a, a bit of a storyteller there, talking about, you know, him nailing uh, every chick and uh, especially Eddie Edwards' wife and everything, you know. So they don't need to be caught up in his in his bullshit. And he got his, he got his comeuppance in that hotel room. Yeah. Um, but that was very nice to see. And, um, and before I go, um, thank you well, Cody's gonna have a little very bit of much. Bubbly. Yeah. I was, I was going to um, Cody's going to have a little bit of a bubbly, though, tomorrow night. But let me ask you this real quick, Danny. Do you think Jericho's going back to Japan to fight Tanahashi? There's been talk about it. Russell Kingdom 14 in January. Do you I've, see that happening? I've been... I've been I've been hearing a lot of the uh, podcasts, Stephen Larson, uh, Wrestle Talk, everybody. Um, they're asking the question, but nothing's been confirmed yet. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. AEW is pretty lenient, so there's a good chance. I mean, this could be his last uh, time in Japan. Yeah. So I did see on Russell today one person. Yeah, I I did see one person that is definitely done with WWE right now, and I think it looks like it's apparent. Jeff Hardy's on his way out. I think he's done. You know what? I think he might be finished. Retire, retire. Yeah. Just retire from wrestling. You don't need this no more. He, he he's given enough. He he, yep. he he can't do this no more. Not with his pop. Go get help. 
go get help. Go get the help you need, dude. Yeah. There's, we, we don't want him on that on that list. I'd rather be on Jericho's list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't, don't be on that personally, list. Personally, you know what I mentioned yeah. before about the list of wrestlers that died before they're 50? I don't want to see Jeff Hardy as one of them. I don't, I don't either, because he's a, given us... I don't either, but it's scary. It is, man, yeah. because he's given us so much of his body, of his mind, of his talent. Um, he, you know, he, he needs to go get the help he needs. He doesn't need to be in a wrestling ring. He does not need to be out on the road, especially on a WWE road. No. That will kill him. No. Just... just no, just quietly, just get in black. Fade away, classify yourself as obsolete, and that's not a pun. Just do it. Yeah. And go get the help you need. Because we, we all love the Hardys. We all love Jeff Hardy. You know, and... But he's given us enough. There's nothing... There's, dude, left. there's yeah. nothing left. There's nothing more to do. Creative has nothing for you. You know, life has everything for you. You know? Yep. He's go, not go family. That. Right? Go, yeah, go go build your family and, you know. That's why. Yeah, that's why. It, it, you know, just walk away. You know, the, the, if, if, any, if anybody needs to walk away, it's Jeff Hardy. I'm sorry, yep. but, you know, it, it, it's Jeff Hardy, especially right now. Because, I mean, I'm. You know, he's got his demons have come back in in a whole new way, and yeah, we we don't need another victory road again. We don't need that shit. So, we don't need another we, young we right? Yeah, we we don't need another Von Eric. We don't need another, you know, Eddie. We don't we don't need that right now. Go grow old. Go 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 make your music. Go make your art. You know. Go do your paintings and your daredevil, you know, your motocross, you know. <laughs> yeah, but go get help, especially. But um, before I go, um, thank you. Uh, like I said, thank you, Chad, JD, Fonzie, and the Nation. Um, yes, I do have a new podcast. It is the Danny and Oak Park Show. It is on the Anchor podcast app, but but and episode one is up right now, but it has been distributed to many podcasting apps so far, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and a few other podcast apps that I can't uh, think of right now because I don't have anything open right now, but it, that I, I I can't believe it, and you know it it is it, all it is is just the set of headphones, this device, this Wi-Fi connection, and just my opinion. So um, I'm gonna break down everything going on with uh, AEW Full Gear and the Fallout 
and we build towards Wednesday. Um, I did not watch SmackDown because, yeah, uh, taped episode and uh, nothing. Yeah, I, I just couldn't take it tonight. I mean, I just had a full day today. Um, and believe me, Dan, you didn't want to watch it. The only highlight, however, was uh, Shayna laid out daily uh, mm-hmm. after yeah. Sasha defeat Nikki, and then of course you had Imperium show up. But our buddy Mr. Corbin beat Roman Reigns thanks to Ziggler and Rude, which was a bunch of bullshit, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, and the, the English shows get worse and worse every time. But um, also, yep. um, listen, guys, a lot of controversy. Well, not a lot, but a lot. Let's just say, um, Chris Jericho interviewed Donald Trump Jr. I, I, my show is not political, but if you follow me on Facebook, you guys know how I feel. But I implore you, everybody out there, listen to Talkies Jericho this 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 new episode. Listen to the full hour. Chris Jericho is a damn fine journalist. And so is Joe Rogan, too. Because the whole point of these podcasts is to have different people on of different walks of life and of different opinions and political, social, what have you. You know, this is America and, you know, we we all... You don't need to hear what needs to be said. So Jericho has given his this platform to plug his new book, to talk about daddy and everything going on, and and also what what it was like to be a little kid. Now this is the positive right here. I was digging this. Okay, WrestleMania four and five at Trump Tower back in the day. Well, he. He was only, like, we're about the same age, me and him. And he was there for both of them, you know? That's fucking rad, you know? So, and he talks about that, you know? Talks about how rad that was, you know? So it, it's not all a bunch of, just, just everybody listen to what, take this weekend, it, it, it's only an hour, but just listen to what they got to say. All right, and Jericho, I, I commend him to the fullest, no spoils, calls it down the middle. Just a damn fine journalist, man. You, you, you cannot mess with him. But, um, yes, I will break that down, though, on the podcast this coming my weekend. My weekend consists of Mondays and Tuesdays. <laughs> this is only a Wednesday for me. So um, with that being said, guys, um, I'm going to go ahead and jet on out of here. Um, now, we got a packed weekend tomorrow, man. It's going to be insane. Um, you guys got my pics. It's on Wax. It's on my Instagram. It's on my Facebook. Just so everybody knows. So that way, you know, nobody can call some bullshit on me, you know? But um, yeah. thank you guys yeah. very, very much. And um, I got to get ready for... Uh, work tomorrow so um thank you guys i will see you guys next week um thank you for the plug again and um i will see you guys at ringside right yeah yep good good night guys thank you
Sure. Good night there. Thank you very much. As of course, there's Danny from Mill Park there. We thank we, we welcome him. We thank you very much. The human suplex machine, John Gross, did all his short time. And by the way, the heartbreak kid Fonzie's back on with us. I think I don't know what happened. I think he had to leave for just a second, but he's back with us now. Fonzie, welcome back, sir. My apologies, Eric has now noticed that. Yeah. Uh John pretty was has was listening to everything Danny was saying, and he and uh, he John and John's already has, has left us, but he did say no true words were spoken, of course, with what Danny said. Like 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 he actually told us already, uh, John's already told us already. And of course, we are all witnesses to this. And John was one. I was going to get a chance. I didn't get a chance to get any this before he left. By his, by his. I'm here, guys. Sorry about that. I'll read that. John, John, say hello to everybody. But he's also he's already left us here for the night. So, John, we thank you, thank you for popping on here as well. Let's give the number one more time, folks. One six zero five. Five six two zero four 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 caller ID one three eight zero five five pound ten forty one Eastern Time PM Eastern Time of course this is I said Friday November eighth two thousand nineteen WCWS Revolution episode number seven hundred and fifty one Mr WCWS Chad Hinshaw here along with the Iceman Jared Girolamo and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here with you here tonight we do thank Danny from Moe Park here for joining us here as well <clears throat> of course. Uh, uh, I will I will go ahead and mention that during the broadcast while, while Danny was talking, I was able to get through to the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbacker. I did, and now have her predictions here officially. And earlier today, I did get predictions from Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler. Uh, the only two that we are liking, of course, obviously, is Fonzie's and also MLD. Um, I have not heard... Um, I have not heard from... Uh, from MLD at all, uh, not since not since yesterday, uh, and I'm not sure if uh, I'm not we're not sure if but she did tell me she did tell me yesterday um, before we went on the air on Wolfpack that she was going to be on tonight, but I did not. Uh, Uh, and we're, we'll try here next. We'll stay on a little bit past 11 o'clock if we need to. But I know, Fonzie, you did mention to us that uh, that you were going to go with whatever MLD action was going to go with with full gear, uh, as far as full gear was concerned. Um, but we do have, like we said, we do have JD's predictions. We have John's predictions. We have Danny's predictions. We have Bobby's, like we said. And we also have Ann's. Uh, let me go ahead and just at least run down what we have so far while we hopefully hear something, try to hear something here from MLD, um, hopefully, in the, hopefully within the next little bit. I'm sure obviously something must have probably, uh, as I was, and, <clears throat> and so let's, let's see what we have listed right here. As far as the match here between John Moxley and Kenny Omega, JD and Ann are both going with Kenny Omega. While John, Danny, and Bobby are going with John Moxley. The AEW World Title Match. Um, and I'm going to turn that down a little bit there, Fon. Um, everybody, except, everybody except Bobby is going with Cody Rhodes to win it. Jer uh, 
Bobby is going with Chris Jericho to retain. Um, the Bucks and San versus Santina and Ortiz. Uh, JD, John, and Danny are going with Santina and Ortiz. Santana and Ortiz, I guess is how you pronounce it. Yeah, sorry about that. Santana. While Bobby and Ann are going with the Young Bucks to pull the win off here. Uh, everybody is going with. No, I'm sorry. Everybody except Ann is going with Pac to win that match. Ann is going with Adam Page to win that match. I'm back. Uh, okay. Uh, the match between B, B. Priestley and Dr. Britt Baker. Everybody except Bobby is going with Britt Baker. Bobby is going with B. Priestley to pull the win off here. Um, the AEW women's title match here. Everybody except Bobby is going with Riho to retain the belt. Bobby is going with Sakura to win it. Uh, the AEW tag team title match. Uh, JD, John, and Danny are saying SoCal un Uncensored will retain. Bobby and Ann are both going with the Lucha Brothers to pull off the win here. And everybody, as far as Joey Janela versus Sean Spears, everybody thus far is saying Sean Spears. Uh, like we said, ladies and gentlemen, we have um, we have, of course, yet to hear from MLD. Uh, we're not sure if uh, unless something has happened and and uh, and then we just tried the messenger and I could not I could not reach her. Um, and uh, we're just trying to find out if she's going to come on or not. Uh, JD, have you talked to MLD at all today? JD. JD. Okay, I haven't done this in a long time. JD. Hmm. Have you talked to MLD at all today, JD? I have not talked to her. I just tried messaging her a little bit ago, however, and I have not heard back yet. From yeah. Her. I did too, and uh, apparently she's been off the messenger for two hours. So I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure unless, like I said, something's happened and she's not able to make it on. Um, but of course, I will go ahead. I will go ahead and I will go ahead and mention. Um, I will go ahead and mention here. That of course we now have seven championship belts. All AEW US belts will be of course decided of course after the prediction title challenge uh, tomorrow night. And of course those belts are now the AEW. And all all of them are AEW US belts. They are the Dynamite, Double or Nothing, Dark, Full Gear, American Nightmare, Super Kick, and Young Bucks titles will be decided here. Of course, as as of course whoever wins wins. The prediction title challenge will have the first opportunity with, of course, with, of course, uh, just working our way down. Everybody has a championship belt. And every, this, and in this case, ladies and gentlemen, everyone will have a unique opportunity to hold an AEW U.S. belt. Now, currently, I believe John holds the AEW U.S. world title belt. So he, he's, he's already up there. Um, but uh, he doesn't. Uh, but, of course, everybody, I don't know if anybody else has a. Uh, has um <clears throat> has has had an opportunity to hold an AEW US belt here yet. So hopefully we'll get to uh, 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 Fonzie. If I may make a suggestion here, sir. Um, 
If we do not hear from MLD at all tonight, but I do, we do, one of us happens to hear from her tomorrow. Whatever she decides, would you like me just, would you like me just to go ahead and mark your, your, you down with whatever she said? Yeah, if we, if we could, yeah. Okay, well, like I said, if in, in case we don't hear from her within the next little bit, that's what I'm saying, because unless, like I said, yeah, something, okay, so, so we'll still put, so we'll put you down for that here as well. Um, but uh, let me, let me ask, let me ask both, both of you guys this here. Uh, and, um, and Fonzie, I know you, you, you haven't, uh, I know you haven't paid that much attention to anything having to do with AEW. You have made that, you have made, you have made that very clear here on many occasions. But uh, just, just by hearing what will be taking place here uh, with some of the stipulations named and everything like that for some of these matches here and there. In your personal opinion, how do you think full gear will turn out tomorrow? I don't know. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. I mean, that's okay. I know, like I said, you're not up to date fully with AEW, but like I said, I mean, just just a small opinion, man. And you did give that, and I appreciate that. JD, let's hit, let's get your take here, based upon what we've already heard about with AEW with this pay per view and all the matches that's been signed, lined up here, and with who everyone has chosen here thus far. What's your take as to how do you think Full Gear will go up go up tomorrow? I think Full Gear is going to be the event of the year when you have this many great matches. I mean, you got a blockbuster main event, Cody and Jericho. You got the Bucks, the Lucha Brothers. You got two great women's matches that could be exciting: Riho and Emi Sakura. You could have Britt Baker and uh, her opponent, Howard, and her pre-show match. I mean, from top to bottom, it is going to be a dynamite show. No questions asked. And, of course, the match that is going to be, like I said, Cody and Jericho, it is going to steal the show. So it, we're going to be all full gear, and we're going to be all elite. We're going to be all in. And I think it's going to be a damn good show. I'm looking forward to seeing this. I just think it's ridiculous. You're charging 50 bucks for this pay-per-view. But, I mean, if I had it, I'd watch it. But, you know, I will be watching my own um, mind because I have a feeling I have a friend or two who's going to that show. And actually, one of them's leaving early tomorrow morning. One's already on their way to Baltimore tonight. But it's going to be a damn good show, I feel. Okay. Oh, indeed. And, of course, keep in mind, of course, uh, uh, J.D., there is a link on the Raw Rant panel chat box if you want to keep up with it through Wikipedia. Uh, you can always uh, refresh it each time a match is take, it takes place. Um, I did I did send that here out to uh, so that way everybody will have an idea as to what will be taking place here. Let's see, today is the 8th. I am going to double-check on some more birthdays here because I have a feeling that the Okada was not the only one, and my feeling was correct. Absolutely, we did have several others. So if you don't mind, folks, I'm definitely going to throw out a couple more. Uh, I didn't – uh, let's see. Uh, in addition to Okada, um, we do have – let me see. We do have actually three more matches. I mean, three more matches, three more superstars whose birthdays was today. Uh, today, we we definitely wish a very happy 37th birthday to Ted DiBiase Jr. Happy birthday to him. Uh, we also wish a very happy 35th birthday to 
of course, uh, big time talent you've started seeing here from NXT that's been making a run at the main Raw, at the Raw and SmackDown here leading up the Survivor Series. Uh, Keith Lee. Happy 35th birthday today to Keith Lee. Uh, like we said, we did mention, of course, Okada. Uh, very happy, um, what did we say, 32nd birthday. Now, J.D., you might have to help me out on this one. I have not heard this. Apparently, it sounds like this is a female wrestler. I'm not sure. But I will go ahead and say a very happy 20th birthday. And and don't, and and like I said, I, I'm not making, can't, you can't make this up. I mean, I don't, obviously, I don't think you can. Candy Floss. Candy I'm Floss. not kidding. Uh... And C-A-N-D-Y <laughs> But anyway, she, I guess yeah. uh, she, like I said, I only heard that uh, yeah, yeah, she's I mean, she, this professional wrestler, however uh, she may pro, she's in progress wrestling dojo uh, like I said, however, so that's all I can say about her right now so is she a Japanese wrestler? Yeah, but is she a Japanese wrestler? JD. Okay, I guess, I, I guess, uh, yeah, but is she, what I was asking, is she a Japanese wrestler? No, she's American. She's American. She's American, okay. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, she is 20 years old today as well. As she likes to, she shares a birthday along with Teddy Biasi Jr., Keith Lee, and Katsuchita Okada, as we talked about earlier. And tomorrow uh, is going to be very a very unique birthday, and I'm not going to really say who it is, but uh, let's just say that tomorrow is going to be a really big day for this man. And all I'm going to say is that regardless of what happens, he is going to, and this might give you a clue, he's going to simply break out the bubbly. Yeah, and it's uh, not going to be a very happy birthday because Mr. Jericho is going to be going down. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, J.D. did mention, of course, today is, is of course, Tomorrow is, of course, um, I'm not, I, did, I, didn't, I did not get, I will mention this, of course, on Power Hour tomorrow, but yes, one or two birthdays that we do have listed, one of them is, of course, the reigning AEW world champion, Chris Jericho. Um, and there is another one, but I'll save him, I'll save him, of course, for our talk here, uh, coming up here a little bit, uh, hopefully sometime tomorrow on Power Hour. Uh, I love that, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, the black, the black widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, apparently is not going to be able to make it on. I guess she, I guess there was, there was something uh, huge that she had to really, that she had to take care of here. So unfortunately, she's not going to be able to come on here tonight. Uh, she did was going to try to make her predictions for tomorrow night's full gear show, uh, but uh, but uh, we will of course get hers and Fonzie's predictions tomorrow. Of course, right before full gear, so we'll have everybody's intact. And uh, and like I said, uh, and like I said, we'll keep everybody. I will go ahead and mention here, of course, Power Hour tomorrow evening at six o'clock, one four one three six four pound. 
as we, of course, will talk about everything that is taking place here in the radio network this week. Plus, also, of course, uh, uh, tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays and also some wrestling news tidbits. Be sure to join us here for that. And also here, don't forget uh, WWS this morning, of course, Sunday morning, right before you go out for your uh, morning church services. Uh, we will, of course, talk about, in addition to, of course, this, uh, um, in addition to, of course, uh, Sunday's wrestling history and birthdays, and also some news tidbits courtesy of 411mania.com. We will also, of course, talk about, I will also officially bring up the full results of Full Gear, of course, the event itself. And I will go ahead and mention officially um, who, of course, how everybody fared in the Full Gear Prediction Title Challenge. And we ought to have a good one here, of course. And, and, and uh, yeah, J.D., John, Fonzie, Danny, Michelle, Bobby, Ann, and Fonzie's Nuts will, of course, be competing. <laughs> <laughs> will be competing, of course, for the um, – for the uh, uh, for an opportunity to pick a one of seven AEWs, uh, um, of course, like we, as we said before, of course, those belts now the Dynamite, Double or Nothing, Dark, Full Gear, American Nightmare, Super Kick, and Young Bucks titles will be, of course, up for grabs, of course, <clears throat> for tomorrow night, and we will give you the full results of the actual pay per view and also. Uh, as far as who, how many, how, how, of course, as far as predictions, how many each, how, how many everybody got correct, of course, as well, and who will be the first to pick out which belt. We will put that out here, of course, on, on, uh, <clears throat> on, um, on, of course, coming up Sunday, coming up Sunday morning, of course, uh, should be sometime close to around, uh, a little bit after eight o'clock Sunday morning Eastern time, of course, 805-8613 pound if you want to check that out here as well. Uh JD Fonzie, anything gentlemen y'all wish to add before we close up shop for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to say something. Full gear this Saturday night, however. It's gonna be a wild and crazy time. So we'll see what happens. Okay. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, that statement from JD is brought to you by, of course, uh, uh, Budweiser, makers, of course, uh, well known for their real men of genie. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, today, of course, speaking of JD, we salute you, Mr. Thong wearing wrestling DJ. <laughs> okay. okay, I mentioned it now, I've got to read it. I've got to read it here. So, Yes, uh, we salute you, Mr. Thong-wearing wrestling DJ. Uh, uh, you keep us informed of the news of the day. Plus, oh, let, me, let me finish it. Plus, you wear no presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today, we salute you, Mr. Tiny Thong Bikini Wearer. Mr. Tiny Thong Bikini Wearer. Beachgoers the world over see you coming and say, hey, check out the woolly mammoth in the rubber band. A giant woolly mammoth. Defying the natural law of physics, you managed to squeeze a 46-inch waist into a 30-inch suit. Hey, 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 hey. 
like ground meat crammed into a sausage skin, you take to the beach and proudly strut your stuff. Yeah! If you've got it, flaunt it. That's your motto, which is ironic, because you haven't got it. So crack open a nice cold butt <laughs> and know that if you weren't wearing that suit, we'd ask you to take a bow. Mr. Tango Bikini Wear! Bud Light Beer and I suppose single. Keep us informed of the news of the day. Plus, you wear no pants. When you break the ice, you stand tall because you do not freeze. And of course, JD, enjoy an ice cold bud, Mr. Bones of Steel, because when you tell it like it is, who needs clothes? <laughs> Mr. Thong wearing wrestling DJ. <laughs> oh, this is the best one yet. You want to listen to you know, some of this? is really good, Howard. Hold on, you know, like this one. All dear Lord. And JD, of course, says, who needs pants anyway? <laughs> All right, JD, go ahead. You got it started. So. But Fonzie, here, listen to this. Listen to this. Go, go JD. Go. Go. <laughs> okay, I don't think we hear anything. Uh. Hey, JD, JD. I don't know. But I... <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, you got. We didn't hear it at all except the end of it, JD. Okay. Well, uh, hold on. I'll think of something better. Hold on. A no, no, no. JD, uh... JD, no, JD. Fonzie, with all respect. Okay, this is it with all respect. Okay, here it is. You know what I'm talking about. Play the one for me, Spartans. Play it. You got real men of genius. Real men of genius. Today, we salute Houston, big city in the really, really big state. Big city in a really, really big state where people love to sit in their cars. Especially on 290, I-45, I-10, Katie, or anywhere else you can sit in your car. Real city traffic. It's a good thing Houston is a great place to be. Because according to Travel Times, you ain't going anywhere anyway. Getting great mileage. There are over 2 million cars in the city. And at any given time, all of them are on Westheimer. Who are these people? So crack open a nice Bud Light for the city of the arts, like the famous traffic in still life. I'm trying to drive friendly. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, Houston, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, okay, that's not the one I was talking about, Fonz. We have one for you. But I tell you what, Fonz, we're going to save it till Monday, okay? We're going to save it till Monday for you. We won't surprise you, but we're doing it out of respect, Fonz. We're not doing it to make fun. Yes, we are. We're doing. We're doing it. We're doing it just as, a, as. We're just doing it just to have fun. I'm sure, Fonz, you've heard those commercials before. Have you ever heard those commercials? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. And well, uh, you know what? Since we're since speaking of which, uh, Fonzie, now JD, I want you to sit back. Sit back for a moment, okay? 
Fonzie, I want you to listen. I want, Fonzie, I want you to listen about how a job interview for JD would go. Okay, listen to this very carefully. This is a good one. Mr. Dumbass, I can bring a lot to Dumbass and Dumbass. I'm a go-getter. I'm all the way. So, my man, Mr. Dumbass. <laughs> That's pretty thick-headed. But nothing compared to the bridge. Rosby Love takes them at A&W Roofing. With A&W, it's good to be sick Ozzy, <laughs> that's JD being interviewed by me. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, JD, use that, use that on somebody next time. See what they say. Oh, <laughs> oh. I, will. I will. All right. Is anything? Is anything? Does anybody have anything else y'all wish to add? Uh, JD, you want to mention a little something about Monday while we're here? Well, we will talk to you about the Monday Night Football game. We'll give you a breakdown of Monday Night Raw, as well as college football and, of course, the NFL weekend review. So get ready for what should be an exciting show, episode 215. Like I said, we will also talk about what will be happening across the pond. What matches will we see? What ones will be ones to keep an eye on, especially with a few weeks ago, the Survivor Series? We will let you know. So myself, John, Fonzie, and the rest of the gang have minus one person, unfortunately. But we will be back at our normal time slot, one three eight cents four four pound, beginning at three p.m. Thank you very much, sir, JD. Uh, Fonzie, anything else you wish to add, sir, before we close up for the weekend? Yeah, I just wanted to say something a little bit. Uh, today was actually two people two two people died on the same day and. 1999. Uh, oh. One of them was Notorious B.I.G. Oh, yeah. Died on the same day today. And uh, the one that played Tommy Boy. Uh, Chris, 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 Chris Farley died on this day, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just find... I just find this out today. So, two great performances. Rapper, of course, the act of course going on Saturday Night Live, and of course, Tommy Boy, and several movies, of course, Chris Farley, of course, well known for In a Van Down by the River. I like the y'all. Y'all remember uh, what was it not too long ago? Adam Sandler was on Saturday Night Live and he did a song in tribute to Chris Farley. Y'all remember that? That was that was a good song. I like I like that. That was that was a nice song. But uh, I thought that was real nice. Uh, but thank you there, Fonzie, as well. Of course, our of course thoughts and prayers always with the families. Of course, of the of two great entertainers right there tonight. <clears throat> as was. Um, and I know it was a long time ago, but still, we never forget, even how, regardless of how long ago it was, we never forget. 20 years um, ago today. <laughs> 20 years yeah. ago today, 99. Unbelievable, but hey, you know what? But we never, like we said, we never forget, folks. 
we never forget. Nope. On that note, folks, we thank you very much for joining us here tonight for episode 751 of WWS Revolution. Uh, also, uh, as always, I want to thank the Ice Manager, DJ Ramo, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Also, I want to thank Danny from Oak Park. Uh, of course, a brief visit from the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. We did have Captain Dave Spieler on our live video feed from Hardy Boys fans prior to, of course, the little computer work that we had. But we do thank him, of course, for popping on there here, too, as well. But we'll, we will go back to Hardy Boys fans at some point within the next two weeks. Hopefully, we'll be able to have that cleared up and we'll, we'll be able to do more live video feeds from that group here coming up here very, very soon. Do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as I always do, plug every single time on our shows. Don't forget Perpetual Uniquity, of course, on eBay, uh, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash Perpetual Uniquity, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. 178 items, of course, currently posted on there, even as we speak. Uh, still some, some great items there, indeed, from Kiss and other pieces of rock and roll memorabilia. Classic Hot Wheels cars, men's, women's, and children's clothing, books, and other knickknacks, video games for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and PSP. And also here, folks, don't forget we do have, of course, some DVD selections still left there as well, so be sure to check those out here as well. <clears throat> and remember, at Perpetual Uniquity, as we said, internet retail with the eternally distinctive individual. And also, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, as, as we, of course, also have been talking about Bulldog DVD sales and variety. Of course, like we said, ladies and gentlemen, all titles posted on the page, which, by the way, are personally checked, have been inspected and checked by yours truly, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, and they would not be posted on that page if there was if it was if there was a problem with any of them. All, of course, are in great condition. But right now, our ongoing special still continues on through the end of the year. <clears throat> Every single DVD and Blu-ray, of course, regardless of a single or multiple discs, Every single thing from music sports wrestling um seasons of different tv series plus action adventure movies drama movies children's and other animated movies sci-fi movies western movies horror movies you name it uh it's there are, are all worth one dollar a pop yes ladies and gentlemen you heard me all dvds and blu-rays are worth one dollar of course going on through the end of the year that's posted on that page and of course, take it from, of course, now two customers of Bulldog DVD sales and variety, the Iceman, Jared DiGeralmo, who has purchased six DVDs from us so far. And as of yesterday, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, who has purchased 20 DVDs from us so far. So like I said, if, like I said, all of, and of course, both, both are real satisfied with, of course, our, our selections that we have. So be sure to check us out here today. Of course, our ongoing special also still continuing. Uh, the four-disc set featuring movies, of course, made famous by the one and the only Arnold Schwarzenegger. Of course, I'm talking about Commando, Predator, The Running Man, and also Total Recall. Four-disc, ladies and gentlemen, for $3. The four-disc set for $3 of those movies, all of them checked out very good as well. Be sure to check that out as well if you're interested in that set there indeed. <clears throat> Remember, at Bulldog DVD sells a variety. We take a bite out of the cost. You can enjoy your favorite selection. On that note, Revolution Episode 751 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com, where we are, of course, four years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. 
you will definitely see you in the ring. And as always here in the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone. <clears throat> and let me see if uh, I do. Let me see. And you do. Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't need to go any further than that. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, remember since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pop culture and everything in between. This is, of course, the WWS Radio Network. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw said, Have a terrific weekend. And we'll, of course, we'll talk to you on Power Hour tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, 141-38364 pound. And also 805-8613 pound, of course, WWS this morning. Coming up this Sunday morning, be sure to listen in on that as well. In the meantime, here, folks, let's go to the Iceman as he, of course, closes out, helps us close out Rut Revolution 751 with our closing piece, uh, closing uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, theme of the evening. So please, JD, and go ahead and proceed. Budweiser presents Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. When conventional wisdom said no one could make a hot dog longer than six inches, you dared to dream. Dared to dream. You knew the limitations of a regular-sized hot dog bun, and you ignored them. Can't stop me now. You made a 10-inch wiener, and people cheered. But you weren't satisfied. You said, wait, I think I can still give you two more inches. So this bud's for you, Mr. Hot Dog Hero, because you gave every single one of us our fondest wish, a bigger wiener. This is WWS Radio Never. Have a great weekend. We'll talk about you on Power Hour and WWS this morning over the weekend. Take care and God bless.